0: Welcome to the Truth Podcast, I'm your host, Hani Rambod. I'm here with my co-host, Austin, and we're here to talk about questions and answers. Q
1: and A time. Q and A. A very special yes. Q and A, cause this is all from YouTube comments. Yes. Which is awesome.
0: So for those of you that made sure to go in, went in and put in the questions in the YouTube comments box, thank you so much. Thank you for those that are making sure to like subscribe and most of all, those that are sharing because I see the tags I'm getting on Instagram. I'm seeing stuff on Facebook. I'm seeing things um, from time to time, even on Twitter. But um, which, by the way, I do have a Twitter. I've had it for a while, and I have started going back on there. So if you are a Twitter fan, let me know in the comments also. But the questions that they have exclusively came from today is from YouTube. Yep. So that's where we pulled from. We had almost 250 questions or comments that were in there. We sifted through them. We meaning you, Austin,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> read all of them, all the negative ones about me. I'm in there reading. No, no, I
0: <laughs> No, we, we both go through there. Yeah. I, I do like to go in there, comment, especially with all the people that are giving us such a great support. And then those that have constructive criticism, or they just want to hear about different topics. I am going in there. Austin's going in there and that's what we're pulling from today. So if you're listening to this, Um, Don't forget to also rate the podcast on Apple's iTunes um, Spotify any of those platforms that you're listening to the actual podcast because a lot of people still drive I think since the pandemic more have gone back to watching where back in the day it was kind of mixed uh, a little bit more even now it's definitely I think mostly on YouTube. But there's some people that are still listening I to the podcast. I
1: think people want to watch, you know, they want to see, I'm saying like, you're all dressed up today. I need to get some, some new swag. But you look
0: like a black sheep over there. You got uh, very, it's, I, it's you cool know what? Here. I don't know in what Dallas. this is called because it, the weather did drop. <clears throat> yeah. I had to pull out the sweatshirt. I think it's about 40 degrees outside right, right now. LA, it snowed last night. What? Where? In Salt Lake and Grapevine and Keller. It's a little sprinkle? N- uh, I think there was about an inch on the truck.
1: Whoa.
0: But by the time, yeah, I didn't get that. By the time I got up, all, that whole area was completely dry. Wow. So, but, yeah. but it did snow last night.
1: Welcome to Texas. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. If you don't like the weather in Texas, wait it. I love minutes. it. I'd, you know, there. a
0: couple of days of snow here and there yeah. and yeah. all that. I'm totally down for that.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So we got some yeah. good questions today. Yes. Yes. Are you yes. in for All yes. right.
0: And, and then, and, also, mm. you should see it does come in different poodle colors.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> a poodle. The young LA is definitely kicking. The only thing is, you have to you have to buzz it down every couple. No, of, no. that's my back. I don't. The, not
0: oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The hair moved from the head to the back. <laughs> now it's gotta you gotta trim it.
1: <laughs> Any on that note. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So let's move into some questions. Let's talk about them. Everybody wants some off season updates. We kind of give some broad updates of where people are at because obviously you have some pretty hot topic athletes. Yes, everybody wants to know kind of where they're at right now.
0: Oh well, the one that I spoke to the most recent, Mohamed Fuda. Mohamed mm-hmm. Fuda is working on starting off an off season right now. Making um, he some big big changes. Yeah, he's yeah. he's definitely moving forward. Going into the open class, you're definitely working on trying to put on a lot of size. Mm-hmm. And he had his pro debut. Two years ago, last year he took off because he had a couple of injuries and now going into this year, wanting to be able to get back on stage and do his second pro show, Mm -hmm. putting on some good quality. Now it's just a matter of starting that whole process and uh, coming off of just being able to kind of completely clean out your body, make sure that you're nice and healthy and moving forward. So he's doing that. Um been going back and forth with Andre. Andre's in the same situation where he's coming off of the boat life. Uh, he was over <laughs> in uh, Ibiza for a little while. Then from there, he went to uh, Thailand, um, Bangkok. Oh my <laughs> yes. Gosh. He everywhere. was out there. He was everywhere. Yep. And so now he's got to reel it back in and start focusing on being able to train. All so season. again, everyone's entitled to some vacation and all that, but at the same time, now it's time to go because January is a great time to start being able to reset. Yeah. First couple of weeks, you kind of be able to, just kind of get your sea legs back. Mm -hmm. And then what you're trying to do is trying to focus and be able to go to that next level. And especially with him, because he's going to have so much work to do to try to put on that size of his lower body to catch up to his upper body now, because he exclusively worked on his upper body for a long time, even though he did train lower, it's going to still be a lot of work. Mm -hmm. So looking forward to um, the new season with him. And then uh, Derek was just here. So obviously he looks really good. The video I believe is gonna to drop tomorrow on the mm-hmm. Evogen channel. So check that out. He's gonna have a chest workout on there. And uh, we did get to a chance to take his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> get a, to see. In any other context, that'd be right. A, but right. You know. it's gonna give you guys a lot of those out there a little bit more content to go over on your podcast. Yep. Let's just put it that way. Yep. You know, the pot has now been stirred. Yep. <laughs> you know? Okay. Kind of yep. keep it fresh for All you guys right. out there. You're welcome. <laughs> Send 10% over of all those proceeds from this video. <laughs> uh, well, you
1: know, they need more to talk about. Uh, Apparently, that's <laughs> not naming names. <clears throat> and then where's uh, where, where's Hottie at right now?
0: Hottie is uh, sending pictures over with him and his, his family. He's having mm. a great time over there, um, enjoying being the king. Mm. So he's getting a chance to do a lot of uh, meet and greets out there with different people uh, just people with evasion iran i saw him post up some photos of the guys out there Mm -hmm. also with being able to um just spend some time with his family uh i'm getting ready to get some updates from him so that way we can start kicking off his off season here pretty soon uh get that going so uh you know obviously it's a little bit it sucks because we're like together so much when he's here and then it's kind of it's just you get you get to miss somebody man when yeah. you start to get really involved especially as much as i do with my athletes you're just like oh man what's hot doing it's really one extreme
1: on? to the other it really especially is with, him.
0: with especially with him yeah. because he's just you just can't just jump on a flight and go yep. see him or he can't just come and see me so it makes it much harder but um looking forward to being able yeah. to get back to at least dubai so that we can meet up or one of the other neighboring countries you're trying to send me over there right you know what? I don't know, man. Someone's a little birdie told me that you might have a girlfriend now. <laughs> that is, that is the case. That is the case. Is it official? That is official. Okay. It is official. Okay. Was- well, you know what? Okay. So back on you now. Yeah. Somebody asked in the comments, Loki is oh. tattooed to your forearm. Yeah. Right and- there.
1: Right there. That's uh, for those who obviously do obviously, people just think like, oh, massive Marvel fan. And it is from that, but it's my dog. I've had my dog for five years. And so that's, that's his name. So yeah, it did come from Marvel, but I think a lot of times people are like, wow, you are a really big Tom Hiddleston fan. I'm like, well, no, I mean, it's where he comes from, the the name from it. But yeah, that's my dog.
0: Well, I guess, I, on there. I guess they got it right. At least they called it Loki, and not E. coli.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I didn't realize that. that when you see it in reverse or upside down or whatever, <laughs> sometimes e. it look like, I'm like, no, I didn't just get random E. coli tattoo. E. coli, e. coli, <laughs> <tattooed> e.
0: coli. <laughs> on, on your forearm. Yeah, yeah, we got a, You got a couple different ones. I did. Yeah, yeah. You went all ones. out. Did you uh, got. The, you got. Did you get the uh, volume discount? There's
1: <laughs> <laughs> just bought them in bulk because buy three is, is that yeah, Costco? Exactly. Got
0: a membership card, but
1: now that's it'll eventually be a sleeve. Well, y'all will see it progress on the right side here as we go oh yeah
0: there you go yeah blood, sweat respect yep our boy dj there you go
1: yeah that's like well, that's a good one you know for those who don't know let's sweat respect first two you give last one you earn it's a good quote I've always liked it there you go oh uh, yeah i'm not what, what it's not a it's not A Q&A for me honey hey it was wow it was flipping podcast, the script on i saw it on there <laughs> i know everybody's tuning in for me but i'm just you <laughs> know right. we don't have to always talk about me <laughs> um but yeah and then uh you got any chris updates Chris, did you have something else to Chris, say. It looked Chris. like you had something else to say, that,
0: but <laughs> if you don't, dude, I'll be honest with you. The biggest update about Chris Bumstead yeah. is the fact that we found out his, uh, that, that his dad went to Nepal at some point because there's some, he's got a brother out there really? in Nepal. Yeah. Did you see him? I did not see that. Oh, no. You haven't seen the pictures? No.
1: Okay. Oh, you're now I know what you're talking about. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. mini sebum.
0: Yeah. Yes, mini sebum. Yeah, mini. So wait, that wasn't
1: like a deep fake. No, that was actually. Him. That's a guy. As I watched it longer, I was like, "No, that's a guy." I, you know what? If it's a deep fake, here.
0: it's the best deep fake I've ever seen. It's a guy that is from <laughs> Nepal. We'll put we'll, we'll load his picture up on here, so you can see it. <laughs> and he looks so much like Chris Bumstead, and he's got the mustache and he's mm-hmm. got the hair, but. And the guy's in great shape, by the way. Yeah. Very he's in good. great shape. Very good. Yeah. And a lot of those countries, they have that really deep, uh, dream tan type mm-hmm. of, uh, almost like gold. Yeah. They look yeah. like they're, they're dipped in bronze. Yeah. And so, but he looks great and he's posing is dead on I and mean, he's got really good posing yeah. and, uh, it's just, it's funny because someone said in the comments is that, did, did Seabum's dad end up being in Nepal anytime 25, 30 wow. years ago? <laughs> yeah, it really looks like, looks like he's got a long lost brother.
1: So I thought that there was a little bit of animation in there. I guess not, but I it's don't think wild.
0: so. I don't think so. I don't think so. You guys in the comments below, if yeah. you've seen it, tell me what you think. Yeah. But I think he's a, he's a dead ringer, man.
1: I had a, I had a completely random guy in a bar come up to me over New Year's and he was like, do you know who Chris Bumstead is? I'm like, mm, No. Uh, who's that? I just you know pretending. He's like, you kind of remind me of him a little bit. I was like, I think it's just like you know white it's guy, white guy beard hair. hat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the mullet. hat.
0: You got a you got a, yeah. a similar shaped face a little yeah. bit, a little bit, but it's yeah. mostly the mullet and the hat. Well, and then the guy was describing me. He's like, he's this bodybuilder who
1: competes in this. And I was like, interesting. I don't I, know. Yeah, I think yeah. is that
0: is your hair. Is it like something that's been glued to the back of that hat? Yes, because it you is never. I don't think I've ever seen you with completely
1: a hat. bald on top. It's really just a little, uh, it's a little strip. Yeah, it's like a comment and like maybe we'll do one without the hat. We'll see. Uh, we'll yes, see if we get let, let me
0: let us know if you want to see five
1: hundred comments. <laughs> five hundred comments. I will do a podcast without a hat. There you go, guys. You heard said. this.
0: If you guys want to see Austin without a hat, five hundred comments. There we go. Wow. Okay. Right. So yeah. So Chris is uh, in Aspen. He's with Courtney and the crew. They're out there doing doing what um, crazy Canadian <laughs> <laughs> snowboarders yep, slash bodybuilders yep. slash uh, entrepreneur slash uh, influencers do and out there having a good time. And uh, <laughs> just pray, please. Don't, don't, don't hit a tree or something. <laughs> yeah, don't That's nothing. <laughs> <happen>. <laughs>
1: Knock on the table.
0: Oh, God. Okay. Okay. This is the, um, the nervous laugh, guys. Yeah. Uh, so he's supposed to be back this weekend. I think they have an event over the weekend somewhere uh, in their backyard over there at um, at the Raw Revive uh, gym. Mm-hmm. And I think actually Derek is supposed to be there too. So oh, really? Derek, yeah, I That'd believe be cool. Derek. Derek was on the poster that I saw, so I believe he's going to be out there. Um, they had a bunch of athletes mm. uh, in the area that it's supposed to be out there. So cool. you know, so if you're in that area, definitely go check it out. I don't know exactly how they did the RSVP. But I know that they're going out there, and then sometime next month, then him and I are going to connect, so that we can really start ripping on the off season. Yeah, Good first time. off season together.
1: That's gonna yeah, be exciting. yeah.
0: And obviously, people have been asking me, "What do you what, what's the plan?" I yeah. think you know we'll talk about that when we get closer to working um, mm. physically in the same gym together. But I think the biggest thing that's, I don't want to call it controversial, but just kind of just different is the fact that he's used to taking three months off. Yeah. So with with that being said, three months, you know, we're not taking three months. off. (laughs) (laughs) He's already doing a little (laughs) bit of legs. Yeah. Uh, I think he posted a video up, uh, Calvin shot it. They did a video with him doing a little bit of legs and he's talking about getting some blood flow going, just, just being able to just do some basic exercises So he doesn't uh, feel like a skinny bitch or, (laughs) you know, as he would call it. (laughs) And he's basically trying to focus on just getting that, you know, arm healed up Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing that we got to worry about is just making sure that, uh, with all of the craziness that's going to start happening, uh, the check-ins start happening and all of those things that we need to do to make sure that we continue with progress. Yeah. And that's just with everybody.
1: Nice. Anybody, anybody we're missing in there?
0: I'm sure there's people who are missing. Yeah, but I think we covered
1: the 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 lot of them. Yeah. Um, okay. People want to know: Do you have any car updates?
0: Anything? Because I know you've we've talked car about cars. updates. Yeah, we've talked about car cars updates. early okay. on in the podcast. Yeah. But, okay. Well, car um, updates. I know something happened to you. Didn't oh, you just geez. have a something happen to your Tesla? I will, I
1: will say this: the Tesla has not had any problems as a Tesla. <laughs> Some of them have been user issues. Not all of them. But I user being you. <laughs> I, I can't help, I got a nail on my tire yesterday, I got a cracked wheel on the other side, which stinks because these wheels are not super easy to find on this one specifically. Yeah, didn't you cracked, say they're like
0: 1500 bucks for a wheel? It's an expensive
1: wheel because they're, they switched the way from the ones that they use for the performance okay. in a specific year. So I have the ones specifically from a 2020, but then I pretty much halfway into 2020, they switched to a different wheel. And then I've only used those ones since got on the it. performance um and then even before that year they use different ones so i got to find a replacement wheel for that got to get the windshield replaced side of it's got to get fixed up and stuff
0: user error you know
1: what? i drive that thing though i i've decided miles you have on here Fifty thousand. how old is it 2020 end of 2020
0: yeah you love to
1: drive yeah yeah you know and also you live in north dallas you drive everywhere yeah you're getting to because yeah, everything yeah. is spread out yeah, it's pretty spread out. So yeah, it you know. is. But I always I knew that if I was going to get a car like that, I was going to like take it on road trips mm-hmm. and like actually use it and not baby it too much. And I've gone a little far with that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a quick car too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those Teslas are fast. Yeah, it's just a thing. It'll get fixed. It'll be fine. Yeah, but on my side, yeah. nothing crazy, nothing new. Um, I think there's a GT3 update that needs to happen on the download on my car mm-hmm. on the GT3 Touring. And I'm um, just getting ready. To, I still haven't even broken it in yet because yeah. it says every time I turn it on, it says you're supposed to break it in at like a 890 miles or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not even at that point yet. Dude, that Porsche but I is think, beautiful. Yeah, you know, oh, it came out so pretty. It came out pretty good. That PTS color, mm-hmm. oak green metallic. I think it came out really nice with the bronze wheels. Yeah. I stopped there in that.
1: the parking lot the other day. I was like, just stood there for a second. I'm like, that's a great looking car. It's a really nice one.
0: Yeah, it didn't go too crazy. It was. A, it's
1: a. It's a little downplayed in a good way.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's a subdued call. It, we call that the uh, the mature classic, look. <laughs> mature classic. <look. laughs> it Didn't go a little go crazy. bit more towards a sleeper while not being a sleeper because of what it is. Yeah, but definitely want to still track out here. I heard there's yeah. a couple of good tracks, Eagle Ridge, and there was another one that um, uh, Branch Warren was telling me about. Um, so you
1: still have some cars back in California?
0: Yes, yes, yeah. The Viper's still back there. We had a couple cars still back there nice. um, that that was can't get too far away from Laguna mm-hmm. Seca. It's a, I'll pop over there and drive it over. It's no problem. <laughs> you know, and also with all those people in California, guys, um, the rain, I've been yeah. watching it. We left Cali, we went, we left for Cali after Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then we were there for a couple of weeks, uh, checking on uh, Farron as a store and then seeing family. Mm-hmm. And then Hottie was there obviously with Habib. And then we also um, had great weather. And then that was when Dallas was seven degrees because mm-hmm. that cold front hit all of the rest of the country. And then the weather was amazing there. And then when we left there to come here, it was 70 degrees. And I was like, wow, this is great winter (laughs) weather. It was just like that in California. And then the California rain hit and just rivers and rivers of water. I think they said it was over 75 trillion gallons of water hit California. And some little minor earthquakes have been going on, some rumblings from what I heard uh, up in the bay. So I don't know down south um, if there's been any. But, uh, I don't know. Just don't know. one
1: extreme from, you know, yeah. fires to floods.
0: Fires to floods. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if any, you have hopefully anybody that if you know anyone that's been displaced, open and praying that you guys all are in you're safe and everything. Cause in some of those areas with all those crazy mudslides, um, I know they're are remote areas, but there are some people that still live in those areas. And mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. roads were closed. They might be closed for weeks. And uh, the good thing is it sounds like it's dried out a bit now, but for those good. three weeks, it just got hammered yeah. where some of those reservoirs filled up to some of them to capacity, other really large ones halfway mm-hmm. up. But, um, but yeah, we, we missed it out there, but going back to the whole tracking thing, that's why the tracks, a lot of people hadn't tracked for the last month there, but I still want to try to come out and track over here because I think formula one and, and tracking is becoming bigger and bigger because of that formula one series yeah. that's on Netflix. And I've been obviously following Formula One for a very, very long time because i have an avid racer where I'd like to go out there and, and track. But because of that series, a lot of people that don't follow racing now mm-hmm. like to follow it because mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job mm-hmm. with it. And now next year they're going to have, or I should say now this year, there's going to be three Formula One races in America. So wow. not just Austin, which is the Dakota um, Circuit of the Americas. That's in Austin, but we're going to have, there's one in Miami that was the first year last year. And then this year, there's going to be one in Las Vegas. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we might end up having to go over there and do some product testing.
1: <clears throat> Wrap an Evagen car. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> it it's
0: cost $100 yeah, <laughs> exactly. a hundred million dollars. Exactly. Formula one car. But, um, but yeah, so, so far the cars have been cool. And Good. now as the weather starts to get a little bit warmer, then start to go out and you know, bring them out instead of bringing out the truck.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm seeing you bring out the other ones a little bit more. Um, all right. This one, actually two questions this is one that's going to shoehorn into another one, but yeah. any updates on the new facility? Oh yeah. The new facility. I was just there yesterday. Yep.
0: Uh, it's coming along nicely. Um, been painted all the carpets in, uh, I would say about 75% of the flooring is in, nice. uh, 75% of the bathrooms have been done now. Uh, cause they had to tear out these bathrooms because mm. the building hadn't been used for so many years. Um, the people that own the building, a rich billionaire family uh, that's uh, local to Texas here, own the and basically use the building for most of the, just the back portion of the warehouse mm-hmm. and not the rest of the building for many many years. Almost like you and I would use a sock drawer, mm-hmm. and uh, a, it was it's a big sock drawer, it's a huge sock drawer. <laughs> but that's exactly how they used it. Yeah. They used it for a lot of their documents, and then they ended up selling the building, and then we ended up leasing it and starting building it all out, and now it's coming uh, around nicely. So I would say it's about 75% done now. If I had to put an approximation on the whole project Mm. and by next couple of weeks, everything will be completed. So I'm looking forward to that. And many people are asking me about the gym.
1: Yep. That was actually going to be the next question. Somebody said, um, can Evagen elite athletes come and train at the facility, Mm -hmm.
0: especially if they're just like visiting in town? Yes. Yes. So it's a private gym. Mm -hmm. Evagen elite athletes, select athletes uh, invitation is going to be, Take prefer uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of the preferential treatment is mm-hmm. going to be to that because I want somewhere I wanted to build something so I can be able to shoot whenever I wanted to without having to go to a gym and turning down the music yeah. and killing everybody else's vibes. So People for the those of you, window. absolute, I apologize <laughs> <laughs> when I do that. But um, it's one of those things where we're going to be putting out some scheduling. So if you are an Evigen elite athlete, or if you do want to become an Evigen elite, elite athlete, you go to com. You can sign up there, apply there, and we will be giving out invitations. Nice. And we're going to be talking about that as we start to roll that program out. It's going to take a little while before all the machines are all set up and everything, but uh, because we're going to be moving in first mm-hmm. and then from there, we're going to be, go ahead. We're going to go ahead and start putting together a schedule.
1: Cool. It's an exciting time. Yes. It's going to be a sweet new facility. Yeah. Yeah, looking uh, forward
0: to it, man. It's been a while. It's been taking me a long time to get this thing dialed. Yeah, it's been
1: a long time in the yeah. making. The uh, good question here. Will we ever see a Honey Rainbow documentary? Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, a couple of people brought it up. Um, Phil had his documentary. Uh, I There's a couple, there's so many different documentaries. I saw the Kai one not too long ago, that Generation Iron Shot. Um, there's a, if there's some interest, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind doing it. There's a lot of different cool stories, but it's one of those things that it's just a matter of how much interest there is. I mean, I think it all depends on the viewers. <clears throat> yeah. If you guys want to hear something more about the history of what I've done or what has happened and transpired and what I've been about, what I've been able to be a part of, I should say, a little bit of a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Um then yeah, but I think it's one of those things where it's still continuing. Yeah. But uh but we did have a really great year and all of the years Prior to that, have been amazing. So, I'm not against it. It just depends on kind of what the format is and who's going to want to do it. And I think we're going to have to figure out who plays me. <laughs> it's a documentary.
1: It's not a. Oh, it's not oh, a feature uh, film. Okay,
0: a feature film. <laughs> I'm just going to have to figure out it. Yeah, uh,
1: I mean, you could bring bad Brad Pitt back. You know, Brad Pitt's still doing movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. there you go, <laughs>
0: Benjamin Button. Bring him back.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Uh, any specific? tips that you would give to somebody who's training over the age of 50, anything you would do differently compared to when you're
0: younger? Well, I would definitely lower their amount of weight. Yeah. The first thing you got to do is you got to always assess where the person's at. Even if they're a competitive bodybuilder, I don't feel like you really need to be able to push PRs at that age. Even when you get into your forties, I would st- really stop doing the extreme weight because I th- and this can, we can go down a lot of roads with this, but if you're a person who just really starts to swing a lot of your weight around, you're more likely to either tear a muscle or you're more likely to hurt yourself. Mm. And then you're going to end up being really, really depressed because you can't be able to train for months and sometimes up to years, depending on how bad the injury is. So cut back the weight, really get the mind muscle connection going. Use exercises where you really focus on those particular body parts that you're trying to grow the most and try not to sit there and try to pick pre- PR, PRs every workout and every week.
1: So it's more like training smarter not harder in that yes. situation?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Got it. Um this is kind of an interesting one because I've heard, you know, different people having different thought processes on this. Like this comment says, uh, "I've heard multiple different coaches talk about this, but does a stairmaster really help to achieve a better, say glute ham tie-in and improve your glutes by doing cardio on the stairmaster?"
0: Yeah, every single piece of cardio equipment will focus a little bit differently on your lower body. Mm -hmm. So Stairmaster can definitely help glute hamstring insertion, but treadmill can also help at an incline. Using the bike can definitely help with some leg fullness, whether it's recumbent or a regular bike. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing is you have to try to figure out where that mind-muscle connection is. So mind-muscle connection doesn't only work for the actual exercises you're doing weights with, but it also works on cardio, believe it or not. So what you need to do is also figure out how you want to do your cardio. Do you want with a little more tension to be able to really feel that pump? People used to make fun of me and I, it's just so stupid. And I remember this now, just thinking about it because I would give pre-workout before cardio. Hmm. We'd run EVP before cardio. This is very back 15 years ago, 14 years ago. And people are like, "Why would you give that? That's so stupid." The guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, okay. Well, let's talk, let's break it down. <laughs> I used to read these comments, and I just laugh, and I wouldn't even respond because I would just focus on what I needed to focus on. Comments on what? Um, just wherever it would be, some of the boards. Oh, got it. Because like, back in the four, day, because people, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, the boards. It wasn't like. uh I was maybe Facebook. Got it. I, I can't remember, but the boards too. And they were like, "Well, oh, he's got these guys doing this. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. Why would you do that? It doesn't help you burn fat." Well, no, because it would just help with blood flow. And so, very similar to what you would use pre workout for, yeah. whether it's stim or non-stim based before your workout. I would do the same thing with my cardio. Mm-hmm. So, if I need somebody to be able to work on their legs, and I can create more tension and just slow things down a bit. I would do that and I would do a pre-workout beforehand. So I would run at the time EVP, Mm -hmm. which was non-STEM, which is now EVP 3D. And I had that because my first product didn't have STEM in it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There was no extreme. That's just kind of was created because so many people asked for a STEM and then I came out with it later. But the original product, which was EVP, I would give to some of the athletes before they would do their cardio. And then that would help keep their legs a bit fuller. And Mm -hmm. it just a little bit was trial and error. Hey, does this yeah. feel? Theoretically on paper, this could ha- work. How does it feel? And they give me feedback. Absolutely. I feel like my legs are fuller, even though we're doing fasted and we're doing something right, you know, rolling out of bed. Yeah. But they would keep their legs fuller. So I would turn around and add it in certain athletes programs. And, um, that's, do you, you have them
1: like prioritize? Like, so for instance, with this question, like flexing, because obviously the, the shows that I've been at mm-hmm. so far with your athletes, even with David Butler, Derek, and Hottie, mm-hmm. in my opinion, nobody's glutes compared to either of those three in the shows they were in. Like, that was a very noticeable thing. Flipped around, glutes were very noticeable. Do you have them focus on that when they're, say, walking on a treadmill or walking on a
0: Stairmaster? Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes. But I think also it depends on how, just their stage of leanness. That's true. Yeah. I think it's also just a stage of leanness. It's, so it's not just mm-hmm. exercises, not just cardio, but it's also, have you pulled enough body fat off to be able to really see the glutes Mm -hmm. and make sure that they're really dialed in. So it's a combination Mm -hmm. because if you don't pull back enough body fat off that person, really lean them out enough, I don't care how many glute bridges you do and you can walking lunges you do or any of those things. It's not going to show up if you're not dieted off, you know, if you haven't dieted the body fat off. So you need to do that. So again, it's not just purely cardio. A lot of it has to do with diet. Mm -hmm you don't get abs in the gym, you get abs in the kitchen. Yep. Yeah. You know? so
1: um, this one's pretty interesting. This is going to be talking about, is it beneficial to do random sets throughout the day? I work in a gym and sometimes when I'll walk in, you know, walk by the dumbbells, I'll just use, do some shrugs or lateral raises throughout my shift.
0: What's funny is I used to do that back Island. when I was working in the gym. If I knew I was super packed throughout the day, I would go in and train for five or 10 minutes and then mm-hmm. in between clients showing up and then in between the next <laughs> clients showing up, I would continue. Uh-huh. And th- especially the days where I couldn't train, but would I prefer to do that versus actually getting an intense training session? And no, only when I knew I was so packed back to back to back to back to back clients that I didn't have time to train later on because it's going to be either so late that I'm mm-hmm. going to be exhausted. I'm going to have a really shitty workout or that mm-hmm. it was supposed to be um, something that just I just knew I couldn't fit in for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Then I would do that, but not uh, it's not my preference. Okay, got it.
1: Mm-hmm. Now this one I'm actually going to tack a little piece on in the end because that's, I'm curious to, to get your thoughts on it. Uh, but this gentleman talks about having multiple surgeries on his femur, so on his leg. Um, that has created a pretty large scar and wants to know if you think that that would affect and be a markdown in bodybuilding. And I, the part I'm going to tack onto that is your thoughts kind of with scarring, but mm-hmm. also say tattoos, for instance, when it comes to bodybuilding, do you think the, that the, the guy that <laughs> says,
0: you're saying this because you use well, tattoos,
1: I'm just you know, I'm trying to keep them in, in certain areas, but I am very curious to kind of hear like, what do you think? Cause obviously, you know, like Chris has tattoos, but just on the forearm or I know that certain bodybuilders do, uh-huh. but they keep them away from certain areas. Um, Do you think that that's a serious markdown or are they considered? Okay. So let's talk
0: about this in two different segments. Number one, scars. Yes. Most of the time scars don't make that much of a difference because Mm -hmm. by the time you get color on and you, you won't really see them. Now, if you are a smaller minority who have very major scars, Mm -hmm. could it be distracting? Absolutely. But that's really hard to say because I feel like the majority of scars aren't big enough and they're not prominent enough in those areas that are going to be a detriment to be a right, yeah. to be a a drop down in a placing. But could it be possible? Absolutely. Mm. If it's going to maybe be across a complete like peck and mm. it's just something that's just really mm-hmm. makes it look very awkward, could it possibly mark you down? Yes. But it just, I think you have to see that for each person and yeah. um, incident by incident in terms of what that person has to deal with in regards to the size of the scar and mm-hmm. maybe how much it's affecting the muscle belly as well. Because if it's some really massive gash, it could be very, very distracting. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, when it comes to tattoos, it's the same thing. How distracting is it yeah. to a physique? I've seen some girls who have full sleeves. I used to train one. And she ended up having a full sleeve and she had, she was very tatted up. She looked fine. Mm-hmm. The judges actually liked them because they were very tasteful tattoos mm-hmm. and she looked great. And, um, actually, um, she got into a really car back, uh, bad car accident. And, uh, I don't know all the details I heard about it from back in California. And she, uh, Ash, um, Ashley, and she ended up passing away oh, wow. from a car accident. That was terrible. Um, and something about mm-hmm. i believe something i heard with the train mm-hmm. and uh so um yeah may you know rest in peace but i just uh but she had some you know very beautiful girl mm-hmm. had great you know mm-hmm. symmetry uh helped her get her pro card and she had some awesome tattoos mm-hmm. didn't didn't bother her now if somebody's really just covered in them yeah. and they're doing bodybuilding it can be distracting i've yeah. even seen tattoo cover-up done on some athletes um, I don't recommend getting a ton of tattoos if you're really into bodybuilding or wait till you, when you're done, uh, Doreen Yates, I think got a ton of tattoos afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's the best time to do it when you're done competing, but sometimes it doesn't affect you too much. And if you have smaller ones and you put them in places where it doesn't affect you as much when yeah. you're posing, then that also helps out. But, um, but yeah, I've seen some tattoos that are very tastefully done.
1: Got it. So it's kind of on board with the scars. It's just case by case. Yes. Whatever you got it. Got it. Uh, hypothetical question. Would you ever work with a vegan or vegetarian athlete? And do you think a vegan or vegetarian could be at the top level?
0: No, I don't think that you can really get to a top Olympia level in at least open. Mm. Now, if you're genetically very gifted, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? No. Again, why is that? Losing concentrations of vegan proteins are lower. Um, There's just, and leucine is the king of the amino acids when it comes to mTOR and everything that has to do with muscle building. Mm -hmm. So can you, you know, the follow-up question is going to be, well, can you add more leucine? Absolutely. But given that I've only worked with serious bodybuilders that were non-vegan, and I have worked with vegan bodybuilders, um, everything from regular vegetarian to vegan to everything in between. I haven't seen anybody be able to really go to the next level Mm -hmm. when I say next level, I'm talking about like a top Olympia person with that. So unless you're very, very gifted, I think it's going to be very difficult for you to be on that five, top five, top 10 as, as any kind of vegetarian bodybuilder. Now, if you're natural or if you're um, let's say uh, in a smaller weight class, is it more probable? Yes. Mm. But as an open Mr. Olympia, it's very, very difficult, if not impossible. Got it.
1: Um, there's a question of asking, are you adding new programs to the FST7 app?
0: Uh, yeah, I just did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I mentioned it on one of the other podcasts. Mm-hmm. I did a chest slash arm specific program. Mm-hmm. That program has been uploaded. It is in the system and I'm going to be adding another one next month. So I'm going to be continuously adding new programs to it uh we did launch by the way the new android so if you are listening to this and you are in the past you yelled at me because android (laughs) was not launched yet and you're looking for a app that's going to give you workouts along with fsd7 built into it everything from partials to uh flex sets and all everything in between with my philosophies Uh, i spent a lot of time on building that app out and i'm very very proud of it so And if you already have the app, please make sure you don't forget to go out and put reviews on it on Apple, but it is available on my website, um, use code honey. You can go ahead and get 25% off and you get two weeks free. So no obligation. You get two weeks free. If you don't like it, go ahead and cancel. It doesn't cost you a dime. You get two free weeks of just awesome workouts. And if they're not that awesome to you, don't have to pay for them. (laughs) And if you think you like it and you want to continue it, then you can go ahead and continue. So again, honeyrambot.com, the link is down below and a bunch of different new content chest and arms is on, on there right now. That's the latest, greatest one. And then I'm going to be working on a couple of other uh, programs I'm going to be uploading next month. Awesome. So, yeah. So, yeah. So Android for those Android stop complaining. It's there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> y'all, you know, what? we, uh, y'all asked, we answered. There you yes. go. So, you know, it's the whole thing. Um, this is a very serious question. I think would be... I'm very curious to hear... Dude, everything we talk about is serious. A very, very, very serious question here. Uh, And I had never even thought about asking you this, but I'm really glad that this guy did. Honey, what's your take on instant noodles in a diet? Like cup of noodle? Or like ramen? Like top ramen? Cup of noodle? Yeah, I I had never even thought about that, but he wants to know what your take are on uh, instant noodles.
0: It just depends on what you're trying to do with them. I mean, I don't think they're great for dieting for a show, (laughs) (laughs) but if you need to eat noodles because you're off season and you're looking for the carb source by all means just remember though most of those types of processed foods are very very high in sodium a lot of sodium a lot of sodium so if your face starts to swell up and you look like you got bit by mosquitoes um and you're just swollen (laughs) you literally like all over your face then you'll know why uh if you got high blood pressure and you're supposed to limit your sodium because your doctor says hey you got to really watch your blood you know blood pressure then you got to wash the sodium. All of these things have to be taken in consideration, but they can be done just like some of these people are doing. um, I think, you know, we talked about Hunter Labrada. He likes rice, crispy treats. There's some different cereals. Some people can get away with it. And uh, to take this question a bit further, processed foods, especially if you're on a budget, or maybe something that you have to do because you don't have an option. <laughs> are you just more or less keeping an eye
1: on just macros, like if it fits your macros, essentially?
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Because what has to happen is that you're wanting to turn around and be able to use carbohydrates post-workout, and you're like, I don't have a lot of money. Yeah. I'm not going to go out there and you know get this you know carb source that, whatever, carb source is expensive. I don't know what comes to mind nowadays because everything has kind of gone up mm. because of inflation. Um, but there's certain things that when I was in college, what I would do is when there was a great pro- sale on chicken, I would load up. I would throw the extra chicken breast Ooh. in the freezer. If there was a sale on beef, I would freeze it. Is it the best Is it the freshest? No, but you're on a budget. Yeah. You're trying to do whatever you can. I'd buy 10 or 15 pounds and I would turn around and I would also tell the butcher to go over there and grind it for me and make it into a ground beef. So they just grind it up in the ground beef machine and then they would even trim it before they would put it in there. Mm-hmm. And then they would go ahead and slap a label on it and say, this is, it was two or three bucks a pound because it was on sale. Mm. And I would do that. There would be all kinds of stuff that I would have to do to try to save money because you're trying to make sure you were trying to be a baller on a budget. Mm-hmm. So that would be in one of them is just, let's say if you have to get a cup of noodles or you gotta do whatever you gotta do. You know, there's I can remember some of those things were like ten for a buck or something crazy.
1: I would get the uh, which they were also high in sodium, but just needed back when I was just working at GNC, but mm-hmm. just um powdered mashed potatoes. Okay. It was just straight carbs and all you had to do was just throw them in a thing with some water and microwave it. And I didn't have a refrigerator where I was working in the the back there. And so it was just was that was the carb source was that and then sometimes we just chug some protein with it but like I means but are actually pretty decent garlic mashed potatoes and stuff but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do
0: yeah i you think that news. was wasn't the cup of noodles spider's favorite spider <clears throat> are you on i am I'm, I'm here <laughs> <laughs> uh, our podcast engineer spider we were yeah. talking something about some noodles earlier well, speaking of being poor it was <laughs> summer after my freshman year in college i stayed around tried to take some classes uh was trying to do exactly what you're saying whatever i could so i got I don't, a case of cup of noodles. Like it was this huge case, uh, ate them for a few weeks, I think, and then ended up with kidney stones. Oh, you had kidney stones for a week of eating cup of noodle. How many, how many, mm-hmm. how many cups did you do? Three a day. Whoa. Three a day for a week. Yep. I think it was only a, couple a week, weeks. no water, a couple, I very, very little Yeah, a little, very little yeah, water. Yeah, the water was, sodium. exactly, the water no. was coming out of the cup of noodles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's he's That's dehydrated.
0: it? Oh man, I'm drinking some more water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, actually, kidney stones. Actually, the next question, does shoehorn went in with somebody that you mentioned because obviously you had mentioned uh, Hunter Labrador b- like blending meals. Okay. And uh, there's a guy saying here that he's been having trouble getting in calories so he's been blending his meals. Is that a bad idea?
0: Ooh, Okay. I think it's a short-term solution for a long-term problem. Mm. So what you need to do is you need to say to yourself, do I have to do this? Okay, I may have to do it. I had gum surgery or I had a tooth Mm -hmm. pulled. I have braces put in. I can't chew. For whatever reason, those are short-term problems. If you end up having a long-term problem and you're trying to make that into a long-term solution, I think you need to try to pivot and try to create something where once in a while it would be okay. But if you have to do that for multiple meals, multiple times a day, it's just going to be like, what's causing this issue? Yeah. Because you don't want that because your body's ability to digest food. and, And I've heard all kinds of stories. I know, I think even somebody told me Flex Lewis used to have to do it sometimes or Brandon Curry. I can't remember who, because again, I've heard little bits and pieces from a lot of people. Again, if you are listening to this podcast, try to stick to being able, because just part of the digestion and the di- digestive mm-hmm. system working in its entirety is important. But from time to time, if you want to just throw something together, no problem. Just like, I mean, I've taken oats before and put it in protein powder and egg whites and throw in some yogurt and put in some honey, a banana and some ice cream and I've made a great gator mm-hmm. before. Yeah, And that's awesome. But if you want to turn around and take chicken breasts, and then try to have to make that into liquid mush. The last time I had to do that was for my great Dane. When I was growing up, I had a great Dane and that was the formula for the great Dane because when he was taken away from his mother, they weaned him off and they said, when you take them from the breeder, this is the food that you need. And I did it for a short period of time because that was recommended, but it would, mm-hmm. we would take whole chickens, put them in a crock pot. And that crock pot would get to the point where the bones would become so mm-hmm. brittle that you could just mash them up. Take the chicken, quarter it up, put it into a blender, blend it. So you get pr- just all protein and fat. And it was just, just- You know, the collagen and all of the- Everything, just, yeah. nutrient dense, yeah. rich. And then you're supposed to just pour that right into his bowl. And that's what he would eat. And he would grow a half a pound a day, an inch a week. And that baby Great Dane- grows very quickly and then eventually rice was added to it and then there was like a whole protocol that the breeder had me do. And with my dog he just he just was super huge. <laughs> That's for the, the name, for, that's where I got these super huge. Yeah for, yeah, for
1: for the record, this is only for Great Dane puppies. If you go do this, you're not. I don't gonna know. Be, I don't you're know. You're not going to be if getting you, half a pound a day, and an I don't inch know. a week <laughs> if you do this. So don't go out. And there's a lot of crazy people out
0: there. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. I would do it only like again. I did it for my Great Dane. If you oh, have a Rottweiler, yeah. or you have any other species of dogs who you're breeding, they might be doing something similar. But that was one of the things that the breeder had given me yeah. in terms of like here. This is what I and mm. I think when did I have him when I was 19. Thor. Yeah thor loki well he had it. yeah
1: yeah yeah no like mine uh, mine just eats whole raw drumsticks crunches though but he eats the bones raw Uh and swallows the whole bone Uh but ever since doing that is like one of the best things ever done for him health super 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 healthy yeah Uh, just raw meat and everything but i haven't i haven't tried the whole you know blending. i feel like that'd be good if it was uh if he was sick or something and needed something very simple and easy to digest but uh But yeah, the whole, I don't know. I just, I think that like I'm seeing that more and more and I've kind of seen it over the years. I remember one of the very first introductions I had to bodybuilding was watching, I think it was like a little vice mini documentary on this woman who was a female bodybuilder and she would batch cook all of her meals Mm -hmm. for the entire month. And it was just a bag, six baggies per day with a certain amount of rice, a certain amount of cabbage, boiled cabbage, and a certain amount of chicken breast. And she would take six of those a day, throw in a blender, water, drink it, and we just drink six of those per day for the entire month. Oof. And it was just like, I saw, and I can't believe that didn't scare me away from body. That's a cringe moment. Yeah, I just it's pretty I rough.
0: see her looking that great with that. No.
1: But there's a just, you know, I think that that's a big thing right now, especially because kind of, I know Hunter's mentioned it and I think that's becoming a yeah, Like I said,
0: if you guys want to go ahead and put something together, like a special concoction for yeah. post-workout, which is yeah. protein carbs, or you have a breakfast pre-workout that you like to mix up and do that with, it's almost like a protein pancake, mm-hmm. right? You take some oats, you take some egg whites, you throw a little Splenda, you throw a little cinnamon, you throw a couple of scoops of ice eject protein. protein. Yep. <laughs> there you go. And what I would do is that's literally was my protein pancake. Mm-hmm. It's you throw that together and it's gluten free, especially those of you that have a gluten intolerance and it works great, but it's not something that I would recommend doing all the time. Yeah. But if you want to do meal one and meal six like that, or meal one and three, not a problem. But if you want to do that every single meal, I think your body's going to end up having problems long-term. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion.
1: Um, honey, would you ever train a natural athlete?
0: I have. hmm I have many times. Yep. I mean, they hadn't done in a while until David Butler. And boy, has he blown up. Yeah. He's getting not only bigger and stronger and, and everything else, yeah. but he's also... Um, on social. I was just looking okay. at social the other day. I think yeah. he's got like a half a million followers and he had four hundred followers when I met him at the front desk at Absolute. Wow. Yeah. He had no TikTok. I think now he's over a couple hundred thousand. And then he had um three or four hundred on Instagram. Hundred people. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. And I told him, start your TikTok, I'll see you'll you'll blow up. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold. <laughs> and he's also, like I said, he showed me his updated pictures that he sent over to me last week and uh i think you and i should go do another video with him
1: yeah i think so too i think we're gonna grab a little update yeah we're gonna we're gonna grab some different content with him tonight but i think we should set up another workout because those have always done well i think people are always very interested to see what you'll do with a natural athlete and Mm -hmm. he's he's feeling out nicely
0: yeah he looks good yeah we definitely got to get in the gym with him Mm -hmm. he's working out hard updates really really looking good and uh i see him every time i'm in the gym because he's working in there nine to five yep
1: all right, so I got one more question. Okay. I'm going to change it a little bit for selfish purposes, because I think this would be interesting. The person asked for the top three exercises for each body part that you could choose for the rest of your life, if you could only pick three for each one, but that's, we're going to be getting into a lot of different stuff. So let me just say this. What would be the top three back exercises if you could only pick three for the rest of your life? Because I feel like for some of the other body parts, it's pretty self-explanatory, but I feel like that'd be interesting to hear.
0: Three exercises for each body part. Yeah. Okay, so for back, I would say a pull up, hmm. a row.
1: Any specific row? Barbell row. Yeah, barbell over underhand.
0: I love underhand rows. Yep. Um, that would be the second, the third. That's tough. I would have to say either it would be a another variation of a row, like a one arm dumbbell row, hmm. or a, a pull over. Yeah, one of those cable pullovers, Mm, Mm. or machine pullover, Mm -hmm. like a pullover machine.
1: Do you want to? Do you have another body part you want to throw out three exercises for?
0: I mean, legs are easy. I would just say leg curl, leg extension, and squat. Yeah, I mean, those are just the go tos.
1: I know that. I was surprised when I remember at a previous podcast I asked you what your number one piece of equipment was. You only had to pick one. I believe you said the belt squat, which is very surprising. I was not expecting that
0: one. Yeah, I love the belt squat Mm -hmm. because I saw
1: the rock using it earlier today. Was he? Busted it, yeah. Yeah. Be belt I, I, squat.
0: I think the uh, the belt squat takes off so much pressure off of your back. Yeah. And I think a lot of these issues that a lot of people are talking about right now have to do with nerve endings that are being just literally crushed mm-hmm. by people having back problems from heavy, heavy squats. And I think a lot of that is just due to the fact that there's just not they're not thinking long-term mm. about their spine health. And I feel like all of you athletes out there, whether it's your males or females, you have to consider your spine as something that's very similar to like now a lot of uh, coaches that are in the NFL and just in a lot of different professional athletes uh, and sports, they look at shoulders and knees and you have to look at your spine. They don't, I don't know why. Um, Bodybuilding, your spine is so, so important. And I feel like the compression of discs have a lot to do with it. And I talked to Faronness a lot about it because is obviously is a chiropractor. And it's one of those that I feel like people don't put enough emphasis on. Mm. I think they did for a little short time, maybe early 2000s. Ronnie Coleman used to talk about a little bit, but <clears throat> I think that even with all of the things that he did to proactively try to recover and be able to get therapies,
1: there's only so much you can do when it's so
0: heavy, 700 pound mm-hmm. squats and crazy, crazy deads. Yeah. All of those things eventually will catch up to you. And I think you have to really consider how you can try to work around some of those different problems. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause you had, uh, I know in the previous podcast or the one before, before Derek, you had mentioned something about the nerve damage and things like that, that people are experiencing. And I know that there was a lot of questions about that. And so I think that you had you know, said, we might want to cover that on its own subject.
0: Yeah, we will. We will. But I mean, we can talk about it right now a little bit too, because with FSE seven, that's one of the reasons why I created FSE seven because I wanted to engorge the muscle with blood to create a more three dimensional image Mm -hmm. of that muscle while it's on stage. So it's not just the graininess, but it's also that roundness and that fullness, and that's what comes with volume training. Yeah. So the density comes from heavier weights. But if you limit that and you just make sure that you work within a guidelines of, yeah, it needs to be a certain amount of resistance. You can't just use light weights or medium weights. you got to go use heavy, but without getting too crazy where you end up having a risk versus reward. So you'd be like, okay, now if I have to risk here, but the reward is here, then you got to be able to say, okay, is it really worth it for that extra 50 or hundred pound squat? How about if I just increase my reps another three to five reps? Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a lot more time under tension out of that. I'm going to get more mind muscle connection out of that. I'm going to be able to keep my form together. I'm going to be able to make sure that I'm not going to destroy my back or my knees. I'm less likely to get hurt. So many different things. And I feel like you have to really take all those things in consideration. And then when you do FSC seven, then you have shorter rest periods. Yeah. So then you can really work on being able to try to do that. And then you do FSC seven supersets where you're doing two different exercises back to back to do engorge the blood, the the blood flow into that muscle so that you can stretch the fascia and get even rounder and fuller and just really trigger a hyper response. So all of those things that I discuss a lot, or I used to, you know, even back 20 years ago, it really is important, but I feel like one absolute method is not what it's about, it's about mm. trying to be able to find your formula for what your body needs and how your body grows the best. Because when I train somebody, I don't sit down and say, okay, this is all we're going to do. yeah, Or I'm going to say, okay, well, let's increase the volume here, but where are the other body parts that we can be able to get a little bit stronger still? Because a bigger muscle is a stronger muscle, mm-hmm. but where can we handle more volume on other body parts? So again, you can go in. Look at different body parts, like Dorian. Dorian would be a great example because I go, man, I was huge, huge fan of Dorian, still am, and I feel like he's got he had such graininess to him. But what if yeah. he did more volume in his arms? How could that have looked any different? It'd be great to be able to go back and say, okay, if yeah. you had the 1985 DeLorean and you jump back and say, go back to the future and you can go back and say, okay, how well, I thought you
1: were saying Dorian wrong. You were literally saying, get in a DeLorean.
0: No, I said, if I could get into DeLorean, DeLorean DeLorean go to Dorian, got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the totally. DeLorean car, which is the car from back to the future. And then you go to see yeah. Dorian Yates, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Olympia. And then you say, Hey, what if he did some of this? How would his body, if he went down to that altered universe? Yeah. Right. If you went down that altered universe, how would he have looked if you would have added volume training to his arm workouts? Because mm. he had this crazy dense back, and that was amazing, so I don't think that needed to change. But it, what if his he did some more volume through his arms? Would he have looked different? It would have been a great experiment in time.
1: Yeah. That is one interesting thing about just the sport of bodybuilding is you can kind of throw those hypotheticals out there. Like, What if the certain things that we have access to now were available in the 70s? How would that have affected them? you know, what would those guys have looked like back sure. then compared to what we have now? Um, I've seen some videos on that recently, but
0: yeah, that's, that's
1: all I got question wise. No,
0: that's awesome, man. Thank you guys all so much for all the questions. Yeah. Go ahead and leave your questions below this particular thread yeah. on the YouTube page. Awesome. Thank you very much. Anybody that knows anyone that can help him out with a Tesla <laughs> rim, let us know in the comments below as well. <laughs> Again, honey, Rambod, Austin, and that's the truth.